Hello and welcome to the Asia Gaming Grief podcast series. Today I'm speaking with Michael Mertz. He's the Deputy CEO for Asia Pacific at Sport Radar. We're going to be discussing the impact and likely legacy of the COVID pandemic in Asia and the potential for regulating markets. All eyes are at present are on Japan. So first of all, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, what would you say the current state of play was in the sports betting markets in Asia right now? How are we compared to pre-COVID levels? So yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's actually my first podcast ever, so I'm very excited. Um, to your question, yeah, I think the, the challenge is still there. And uh, whilst many of the main sport events have, have restarted, be, be it in a bubble, uh, like we've seen with the with the NHL or the NBA uh, in North America, or even with some um, football leagues like the Champions League um, last year, um, it has been ramping up again, as you know, with um, the major European football leagues, uh, Bundesliga, Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, etc., pretty much all across Europe. And in Asia, uh, both football, soccer and basketball are um, the two main sports that, that, that uh, you know, people bet on. Um, and I would say generates about 90 to 95% of the turnover. Now, that was pre-COVID. Then COVID hit and uh, we were really quick to what we called in emergency content, right? Where we realized sports events are dropping off left, right and center. And we wanted to give our... Um, operator customers um, content and we wanted to give them in turn content they can offer to their end customers the punters and so what has seen the biggest spike uh, and that was just natural was um, virtuals um, so betting on, on virtuals um, football basketball again in, in Asia big um, we have since launched uh, baseball um, in-play baseball, um, in-play tennis, etc. And that's doing extremely well and the numbers are phenomenal. They've gone through the roof um, in terms of turnover, I would say 2,000% up. In particular, which of the emergency content would you say was the most popular? I think both e-leagues um, and, and table tennis by far. Um, we also created um, a product called um, Simulated Reality leagues where we effectively took um, second snippets, uh, snippets not lasting more than one or two or three seconds of, of games, real games that happened in the past, patched them together, visualized them via a, a live match tracker and allowed punters to, to bet on an outcome that basically no one knew because it all depended on how the snippets sort of worked together and, and panned out. So we did that for... Um, um, soccer and for cricket in particular, and both are extremely popular. Cricket, very much so. In 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 fact, um, cricket has always been popular with with the emergence of the Indian market. Obviously, sports betting at the moment, the main focus seems to be on the US. You know, that's going uh, great guns. Uh, in Asia, there was there was some suggestion at the beginning that regulating in the US might actually lead the way for other areas. Um, that not happened yet. What what do you see in Asia? What do you do? You see any shifts in opinion on any of the governments? 
Um, yeah, not happened yet. I think emphasis is on the um, word yet. If you consider how long it's taken the US to get to where they are now, I believe it was New Jersey um, being the first state to prohibit um, online gaming based on the Wire Act as early as 2001 2002 and then Uyga happened in 2006 and it's taken them pretty much what 12 15 years um, and and it's good and if you look at the reports that you see coming from the US and, and, and the tax that it allows um, governments to collect it's only a natural progression right I think regulation is is the key to to success for sports betting within Asia as well. Um, I think COVID sort of slowed that uh, process down a little bit, but then again, there was a lot of lost revenues um, for governments. And so Japan, I think it came out two days ago, the news that they were looking to um, proper Give, give, give regulation a proper shot again, whereas still two, three, four weeks ago, it was completely off the table, right? Now they changed their minds, possibly because to see what's happening in Europe, um, in, in jurisdictions like France, Italy, um, Spain, England, in terms of taxation, um, and also How in the exciting. US. Oh, sorry. How exciting would that be if Japan were to fully regulate? I think it would be, it would be fantastic. I think it would be exciting, not only for Japan as a market um, with, with, with um, soccer and baseball leading, leading the interest there in, in terms of sports, but it would also show other countries within North and Southeast Asia that regulation is the way forward. And if, if done right, I think it, it only has positives, right? Which are the most exciting markets in Asia right now? Japan. <laughs> not, not yet, but um, we're yeah. all sitting here um, waiting for it to happen. Um, I, I think if, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen faster than, than we think, which is, which is good. The big question always is, is it done right? Um, so you have several examples uh, across the globe where taxation is, for example, on turnover as opposed to an, on GGR and that taxation level in certain jurisdictions is almost prohibitive for an operator to run a successful business. Um, and so that's, that's one big element that we are um, monitoring um, and see how it all pans out. I think in terms of other markets within Southeast Asia, it's it's your you know typical countries like it has always been. Um, Vietnam, as an example, is, is a very very popular market for operators based in in Manila. Right. And um, have you noted any other trends in Asia, in particular in sports betting, that? Uh of interest that have popped up lately? Yeah, I think virtuals will be there and will be there forever and it won't go down in terms of 
uh, interest and therefore turnover it generates for the operators simply because it is um, really, it is 24-7, right? And uh, you, have, mm -hmm. you have a game going every three minutes. So the trend that we've seen is basically not necessarily a shift and there was certainly no cannibalization. Um, thus, revenues were incremental from real sports betting to virtuals and that's the trend that it's going to stay there i'm not so sure about table tennis and e-leaks to the extent that it was covered and offered um during covid last year um, but the trend definitely is for operators to see um, that it's not only about soccer and basketball formula one um, is another um, sports of, of interest, generally racing, where we offer so many different markets, um, seeing that we are the official data partner with Formula One, we have access to a lot of data points that you normally would not have. And that creates hundreds of exciting opportunities, because if you look at the race in Monte Carlo, it's start to finish, right, without possibly anyone having a chance to overtake so 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 the prices are um, stale they don't move and it becomes not very exciting to bet on but with additional markets um, race driver against driver um, lap times etc um, etc et that definitely adds a level of interest so formula one is definitely one to be to be watched out for um, so I know uh, Sports Radar are doing a lot of player engagement tools, like you were just mentioning for Formula One, using your data points to engage with fans. Um, how does that does that help generate more turnover? And what other initiatives do you have along those lines? It definitely helps generate more turnover because it, it allows us simply to offer more betting opportunities. And on top of that, it also allows us to create more sophisticated and engaging uh, match trackers um, where when you do not have uh, the video content to go with it, i.e. audiovisual, you would typically follow the match tracker to see what's happening um, on, on the pitch or in the case of Formula One on, on the racetrack. And that is sort of stimulating betting and therefore driving turnover and we couldn't do that without without the data points and outside of japan what would be the the thing that you're looking for most in asia this year what would you like to see well i think that the the, the, na the most natural answer which you're probably looking for is china um but i reckon it's still a few years away so we have to very closely follow the the uh, situation and the progress there. Um, looking at potentially next, if indeed Japan goes in goes ahead, right? I think Korea might be one to to follow quite quickly, um, or indeed if they realize Japan are doing it um, and seeing what's going on in the U.S., they may actually be faster um, than Japan. 
Um, they are currently re-evaluating the, the uh, regulations that they have and uh, possibly go back to reissuing licenses. So that would be very exciting. And again, in Korea, it's uh, mostly soccer and, and, and uh, baseball. What is very exciting, and if we look at Asia from a pu pure geographical point of view, it stretches from the Bosporus all the way to Japan, right? Mm. And in between is India, um, mm. where the subcontinent in general with, with Sri Lanka and, and, and India um, being very exciting markets. And we see many of the Asian focused operators, Southeast Asian and, and North Asia focused operators moving into the Indian market and uh, has its challenges, of course, um, the way the odds are presented um, the way um, products are being offered, the way um, upsell and cross-sell is being conducted, the marketing in general, and sports, right? So, so by far, number one is cricket. Uh, but then there are sports like Kabaddi, which I haven't heard of until two years ago, right? And uh, yeah. It's a very exciting sport when you watch it. Um, difficult to compile odds. So even though if we had access to the data, we couldn't, well, we, we could in theory and we do sell the data, but uh, the operators don't have uh, the knowledge, be it on the trading side or on the quant side, to then create the models that would allow taking bets on Kabali. But we are working on it, and that's definitely a very exciting opportunity and a very exciting sport. Uh, as you know, it being number two behind cricket in, in, in the subcontinent. I've been speaking with Michael Metz. He's the deputy CEO for Asia Pacific at Sport Radar.